0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises, one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm,
1: you know, guys, I hate to have to tell you like right here in the moment, but I'm making a unilateral decision about the future of this podcast. Um, I'm going to change the name. We're no longer Here Come the Sequels. We're doing a whole soft reboot thing, you see. It's going to be called Here Come Sequels. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean i'm alex <laughs> and um, over here from
2: my uh, bunker in the south of france it's britain just kidding guys a uh, little audio humor it's me britain recording from my own home <laughs> should we go ahead yeah, and the, address the best the, part uh... is
1: you scared us for a second there <laughs>
2: guys should we go ahead and address the elephant in the room
0: yeah, we uh, ah, we he's are right there and we he's are all. Huge. Um, that's true. Um, his name is Phil. <laughs> um, he's going to be here a while. The guy's going to be The him. elephant. He's part of part of our family now. Uh, <laughs> Phyllis' family. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we. Uh, yeah, we are all now uh, now completely separate. We are practicing our our safe isolation procedures uh, because there is. A pandemic going on i don't know if uh, you guys have heard um but probably look into that if you haven't um might be uh might be something that's important if you uh you know have just been uh going about your daily life maybe uh maybe check that out maybe wash your hands once in a while you uh disgusting monster um <laughs> yeah so <laughs> uh this is the, this is the first for us i think i don't think we've ever had all three of us on on separate
2: no i don't think uh, so
0: instances so we'll we'll have to it's going to mess with the cadence um, but we're we're dedicated to delivering you the same great content (laughs) in these these troubling times
2: yeah um i certainly had to do some some tech finagling uh but on we're on a three-way skype call and we're all i'm using the same mic tyler lent me the mic and i'm holding it like a kind of a cool lounge singer um sure you know kind of Kind of a, uh, an, uh, an easy posture, kind of leaned over. But if the energy seems a little weird, it's because, one, there's a pandemic, and two, we're all in separate rooms. So uh, we hope that won't affect y'all's enjoyment of the show too much. But, hey, let's just get on with the show, right? Like Nirvana said. Alex, what movie are we talking about this week?
0: <laughs> Correct. Uh, we are talking about Fast and Furious. Not the Fast and the Furious. Fast Not. Not the Fast and Furious 4. Correct. Uh, not Fast and Furious, um, which is a massive miss opportunity. I, I really wanted Fast and
1: Furious, The Revenge of Vin Diesel. That that would have been the full title I would have recommended sure. to the studio. There's a wonder I'm not working there. <laughs> so Fast and Furious, directed by Justin Lin from 2009. It has a 29% critic score on Rodney Whoa. Studios. And a sixty-seven percent audience score.
0: Hmm. Um, <laughs> All right,
1: that's lowest for critics, and I think it's second lowest for audience of interesting the four so far.
0: Yeah, that's different.
2: Well, I guess these critics are probably or must must be getting paid by like the submarine company or something to hate cars.
0: That's probably true.
1: <laughs> Tyler Does, what is your best and worst thing about oh wait Cast I got it I got it furious. I got it they're being
2: paid they're being paid by Maritimeville to hate DC Dakars <laughs> oh you guys sorry I think my mic cut out I said that they were being uh paid by Maritimeville <laughs> to be mean to Dakars <laughs>
1: Release the Lin cut is all I'm saying. Tyler, what is your best and worst thing about Fast and
0: Furious? Yeah. Um, I think my best thing is probably the confidence of the movie. Um, I think that it is – the of, of all these movies, it is the one that most knows what it wants to be. Um, where mm. I think a lot of the other ones were kind of a little more um, – I don't know, we're just trying something and throwing it at the wall and who knows what's going to end up happening. Um this one felt a little bit more like Okay, so we we actually have a plan and and we want to execute that plan. Um and I think on the flip side of my, that might is kind of explains with my best and worst thing and that AI think it's probably the most competent of all of these. Um but I think it's also the least interesting of these first four. Yeah. Um It's the, you know, the first one we we were kind of surprised by because it's a little bit more heartfelt. There's a little bit more going on in terms of character and, you know, we weren't really expecting there to be a lot of quiet moments to reflect on the relationships and everything. Um, And then the second one was just bonkers and over the top and so that was kind of fun. And uh, the third one, I think we was just like, we weren't expecting it to be any sort of competent. (laughs) Yeah, um, just because of what it, you know, the reputation was that it was very much just a a random side entry that was generally considered one of the worst ones. Um, And so, like, all of those had different interesting things to offer, where this one, I think, was the most, like, okay, this is probably more or less what we expected from this franchise. Um, We haven't introduced any of the the zany uh, casts that we're looking forward to in the future in terms of... You're your Jason Statham's, and you're Dwayne Johnson's, and you're Helen Mirren, maybe? I don't know. Um, <laughs> that zany Helen Mirren. Zany Helen Mirren. Um, uh, is that right? Is she in these? Yeah, she is. Up, right? well, much much later, um, but yes. She's in, she's in at least one of them. Okay. Um, but there's just a lot of other, like, cast members where you're like, oh, they're in this? Uh, and this one did not really introduce anybody new, while also it was just kind of like, okay, we're bringing everybody back, um, which I'm sure at the time was really cool and exciting, and I think it is neat. Um, it's neat how they bring that back, and I love how this actually pays uh, attention to the continuity um, of these these crazy, because like the first three very much feel like we're just trying something new, because for some reason, people keep giving us money to, to do these things, where this one is very much, oh, we can make a franchise out of this, um, and it was successful. It was, I think it made far more money than any of the first three um, on like the same budget as the third one, something like that and so like you know it did it did its job Uh, and i think it it got enough people invested in like oh i remember these characters this is kind of neat um but yeah the i i think it's it plays it pretty safe um it it has some neat stuff to offer in terms of paying heed to what came before it um i was kind of disappointed that like han shows up at the beginning and that's it um i thought he was going to be like a staple going forward yeah, and I I have some thoughts about that, but I, we can sure. talk about that um, later. But yeah, there there. So overall, kind of a mixed bag. I I don't think there was anything I I hated necessarily, but I think it was very much a stabilizing. I mean, it's we talked about this in the um with the second one, how the second one felt very much like they were trying to find the formula of these movies as they were trying to be like, wait, maybe we can we can keep these going. Um, this one I think feels very much like we found the formula. This is the formula, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're doing this now. Um, it's, it's Vin Diesel. It's Paul Walker. We're all, we're all hanging out. We're, uh, we're, we're chasing, we're driving, driving fast cars. We've got some big set pieces that are kind of ridiculous. And, um, I, I don't know how the villains are in the f- future movies. This one's kind of bland. Um, I think he's, it, it, there's a neat twist with him and that's kind of what they rest the entire, um, success of the villain on uh did
1: either of y'all call the twist because fairly early on i i didn't say like with with any specific like oh like 100 certainty but i was like i wonder if that's what they're going i for.
0: did not call the twist i just was disappointed by the fact that like the they weren't building up the villain at all and then when they called yeah. the twist i was like okay Okay, I see. This makes more sense to me.
1: That's that's why I thought something was going on, and and just the the scene where um, I I can't remember if it's Paul Walker or Vin Diesel um, going in and spying on on the meeting between the two guys. Yeah, Um, I I was thinking like, well, they're not really. Doesn't look like the guy who's supposed to be the big bad is like a recognizable actor. Oh, I wonder if this is a twist. Mm.
2: Yeah, I I wondered similarly. Like, John Ortiz who's like a legitimate
1: like actor like a character actor i think he's a stage actor like he's the real deal and i was like i hmm. oh. i do want to put in he he has been on a here come the sequels uh episode before where uh <laughs> alien versus predator requiem oh, where God. he played sheriff of small town oh, i think geez.
2: he's also in bumblebee somewhere Is yeah, he? i think i mean, he, I, mean he's, he's I know in, he's in steve jobs he's a character actor. yeah he's he's, he's great but I I I had the same thing where I was like I, I looking through the castles I didn't see anybody else who would be a big enough like oh that's Braga right so I was like I is that going right. to be him I don't know um,
0: which quick explanation for anyone who's not familiar um, the idea is that uh, what what's the actor's name uh, who plays actually plays Braga John Ortiz um, is that is John, that so you're saying that is John Ortiz? Yeah. okay yeah um, John Ortiz uh, is is playing he's introduced to us as Ramos
2: Camp, Campos uh, I think.
0: Or Campos. I don't know. I watched this yesterday. I should remember where. It's quarantine. Quarantine. <laughs> I'm blaming it. Um, but he uh, basically is built up as like, oh, he's the second in command to, to this dark, mysterious Braga figure. And he's the guy that they're all trying to get. Um And then it turns out that he is actually Braga. And so he it was this big switch and fake out. And so he gives them the the guy that was pretending to be. It's a real... Uh, Natalie Portman in, um, <laughs> Knightley. Uh, and Kira Knightley and Kira Knightley and Rose Byrne in uh, Phantom Menace, you know, or, or, or Attack of the Clones or whatever that happens. I don't know. They're all the same. Um, <laughs> I forgot
2: Rose Byrne was in those, was one of those. Yep. Yep. Ah, she's so great. Um,
1: <laughs> and she has two scenes. Correct. Maybe one line of dialogue? Is she one of the ones that gets killed? No, she's the one after one of them gets killed where she's like, I'm afraid for your safety. Don't go with Hayden Christensen. He might murder you.
0: With love. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Britain. what's your best and worst thing?
1: I'm um, with love, you know what I mean?
2: Sorry, I should not. I should have not put my Funko Pops right next to my computer. Um, <laughs> I'm so distracted. <laughs> They're all really dusty, so I keep being like, i gotta, I got to clean off Donal Logue from Gotham here. Um, what? i got a Funko Pop of Donal Logue from Gotham. He's awesome. Um, ah! Britain, stop it! Okay. Um, sorry, he was falling into Jen Erso. Uh Basically, <laughs> my... And who wouldn't? Uh, I think my best Ew. thing about... No, let me do worse first. My worst thing about this movie is going to be... Just, I mean, we already kind of touched on it, like the overall sort of dullness of it. But that said, I think yeah. it's maybe the most competent of these movies so yeah. far in terms of overall craft. I think it's the most, certainly the most confident, but also the most competent. And I think that in a way it's like competent, it's competent enough to not be bad, but not it's not crazy yet so it's not yep. that interesting comparatively where in the previous ones it was like it was more it was more the it, it, we had we had different expectations and in this one i was like yeah okay this is a pretty straight ahead like movie but you know i'm ready to get to the sillier stuff i'm ready to get to wilder stuff And like i was hoping that tyrese and uh, uh ludicrous would be back same um so maybe in the next one yeah. um but that said, my best thing is going to be that Vin Diesel is a detective in this movie, essentially.
0: <laughs>
2: and there's like this amazing sequence where he's been told that Michelle Rodriguez has been murdered. And so he goes, he's like, oh, I want to see the crash site. And he goes to the crash site and he just stands there and looks at the ground and the camera's like spinning around. And he like has these flashes of the crash and what happened. But it's amazing. Like I literally expected b- them to show you like the tracks on the road, like light up and lift off the ground, like he's a CSI or a Beautiful Mind or something, and then to oh, walk bro- around like there's was- two cars. They went this. There was a struggle, <laughs> and it's just it's <laughs> I was so totally waiting. it's so silly. I was just-
1: I was totally waiting for, for uh, Vin Diesel's detective vision to pop Yeah,
0: exactly. He's, he's using his Witcher senses. For sure. Like, I <laughs> held down
2: both triggers or something, or the, <laughs> and then he just, vroom, what's this over here? And then at one point, he, like, reaches down and touches some, like, chemical, and he's talking to, I guess it's Jordana Brewster. He's like, only one yes. kind of chemical produces that sort of effect. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. If Dom is a chemist, I'll, we got to make a whole different movie. roll that back it was so great and that was really that he's just like I under all the scenes where he was just you know working the beat and you know hitting guys named Daniel Park or whatever that's one thing but when he when (laughs) he goes full CSI but not really I thought that was just delightful and I wanted that movie
0: we have to go back to explain how he used to make meth in um, Fast and Furious Albuquerque (laughs) Drift and
2: I did like there was (laughs) drifting in this movie I like that
0: yeah Yeah, the races, I think, had a little more to them. Oh, certainly. Um, A little over the top in ways that aren't quite as fun as I think they can be and probably will be. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where's the crossover with the Need for Speed
1: movie with Aaron Paul?
2: (laughs) Yeah. At one point, somebody in this movie says, Gran Torino. And I was like, "Um, where's that? Can we add that to our crossover from last week? (laughs) (laughs) Where amidst all of it, Clint Eastwood is just like slowly walking in.
0: What well, are we gonna? What well, time? you I can't see. Oh, darn it! I need, I need Clint Eastwood and Vin Diesel to have like a serious conversation on a, in a film, <laughs> like a serious dramatic conversation. I want that. Where it's all just um, low and blah, 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 yes, blah, blah,
2: blah. <laughs> that'd be good. Alex,
1: um, my best thing is just gonna be Vin Diesel in general. Interesting. And- and- this kind of has to do with my worst thing, which is the tone. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is way too serious for, yes. for its own good. This feels like them. they watched The Dark Knight and said, we can do that. <laughs> sure. Like, I, I felt like there was a serious lack of humor in the movie and just, like, no self-awareness, no sense of fun with any of the action sequences. It just felt like, oh, we're, we're just doing, like, a straight-up crime thriller. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And there, there was Um,
2: at least a sense of levity in the other movies. Even in the first one, it was kind of like soapy, which I think helped. And and this one is soapy, but it's like it doesn't realize it is.
1: Yeah, and I I think it also helped that it it had like the early two thousands cheese. Yeah, definitely on on top. Definitely. Um, but this one was just like it was uber serious. It. (laughs) It, it <laughs> yes, it it felt like movies that followed Batman Begins or Casino Royale, where it's like, oh no, we can do like the super serious Jason Bourne thing, but none of them do it right. Yeah, right. no. <laughs> yeah. No. Like I'm thinking of this. I'm thinking of like Terminator Salvation, where it's just like overly serious oh, yeah. and dark. I'm thinking of like the Taken movies with Liam Neeson. Just a lot of these lesser tier action movies that try to go for this kind hmm. of thing. It's like, guys. You're, you're a dumb movie with race cars, like embrace that you're a dumb movie with race cars. Yeah, um, yeah. Vin... That being said, I think that the only performance that really is able to kind of surf that wave is Vin Diesel. I, I think he's able to – actually, he's able to handle the dramatic stuff and being serious a lot more than everyone else. I think Paul Walker is severely limited in this movie by not being able to have any fun. Um, there's a couple of moments where it looks mm-hmm. like he's starting to have fun. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's the, the Brian O'Connor that I remember. Yeah, And then um, he just becomes FBI agent man yeah, again. Yeah. And I'm like, you could literally cast anyone I, in this role, yeah, which I, is disappointing.
0: I think the script really helps fin diesel i think this script is what he should be having as opposed to what he had in the fast and the furious where there were a lot of moments where he had like there is that one big monologue he has where he's talking about how his dad died and he's like having this very like drawn out like
2: very melodramatic yeah,
0: eloquent uh sort of flowery dialogue and it's like this is not it's not working. This is not this character. Um, whereas this, this one, is not, this is not Dom Toretto. Okay. I mean, I mean, I joked about like the Witcher senses thing. Um, if anyone has, has played The Witcher Three, most people have in general, um, or at least are familiar with it. Uh, he always talks in this gravelly, like, yeah. voice, and he just says these short, quippy things. Uh, the Geralt character does. Yeah, and like you, like we said about how him, he's doing. He's looking at the ground. He's like. This chemical came from uh this guy, <laughs> must come from this. Guy. Like he he g- they give him a lot of just like just a snappy like one line, just sort of get through it, and allows him to sort of play into that like I'm a big muscly mysterious, uh, gr- gritty twisted man. It would it would have um, been great if get...
2: he had gotten up from that and been like, this chemical probably a bruxa. I'm gonna need to use grape <laughs> shot or maybe form a potion. My, my I wasn't as on the side of Vin Diesel in this. I think it's because his performance was dramatic in a way that, to me, read more soapy. And I think if the movie's sure. tone had played that more deliberately, it would have worked better. Because there's a lot of his performances yeah. staring into the middle distance and thinking. And I'm like, okay, but the movie, like it's... And it wasn't over the top in that he wasn't campy. I think "soapy" is the best word I can think of for it. And I kind of... Sure. If the movie and his performance had matched up better, I think we would have hit exactly the right tone. I'm not saying you can't have pathos mm-hmm. to this, and I'm not saying there can't be sincerity, but I think the way he was playing it, it was still more, more like that first movie. And yep. this movie didn't have that right tone yet.
1: Well, if you're going to have pathos, and I think the first movie did to, to a yeah. you know successful degree at least, you need to have kind of the plot that's presented to us not feel super forced.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: I think th- just having the the major thrust of the movie being Michelle Rodriguez's character getting killed off-screen and the way that's edited, I found very
0: strange. Yes.
1: I, to the point, to the point where I thought there was going to be a twist where, where like she was murdered by someone else, because when we see the flashback, it's when Vin Diesel is doing his little investigation and he's yeah. imagining what happens, but
0: then it's just, Oh, that's exactly what happened. And maybe I'm mistaken. Alex, I think you know more about this franchise, but I, I was under the impression that she comes back at some point. Um, I guess we don't want to get too Britain far into said that. said soapy. Um, accurate <laughs> okay yeah yeah and that's and i the the entire movie i was expecting like oh the, there's gonna be a twist where she comes back at the end oh no, yeah um it, because it felt, of the way it felt they felt like
1: played. an x it felt like an x-men 3 scenario right where, where in that movie cyclops gets killed literally off screen and you're watching that whole movie going he's coming back at the end right like there's yeah. gonna there's gotta yeah, gonna be, be something heroic else. you're not being that lazy and just trying to knock off a character for easy dramatic effect right yeah
0: yeah um, and not even but then that's like that's what they do at least for
1: this movie an impactful scene
0: yeah um
1: yeah it was strange and and also one thing that really bothered me we haven't seen letty in two movies yes and even then she was just a supporting character in the first one we don't really have much of an emotional attachment to her if she were in those other movies and she really built up a camaraderie with with paul walker's character or anyone else involved in those movies then her dying would actually matter and have us like I said, it just feels like a cheap plot device to get us into this movie.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a good jumping off point because I think the first place I'd like to go with this is just talking about the cast, um, and yeah. like one by one, um, because I think they kind of mishandle everyone in different ways, except for maybe Vin Diesel. Um, no, I, I agree one hundred uh, percent. Because yeah, Letty uh, Michelle Rodriguez, like I was, I was excited to see like the crew back, and there's the bit early on where Vin Diesel is like, okay, I'm I'm leaving her. I'm leaving the old crew because I, I, I'm, the heat's on my trail. I can't get away from him, um, and so he packs up and leaves in the middle of the night. And I was first, I was sad because I was like, "Oh well, like I would, I would like to see him continue to interact with her. I would like to see her continue to act with Han," um, and then Han's out of the movie completely. He, he has a reference where he's like, oh, I hear they're doing some cool stuff in Tokyo. And I was like, no, <laughs>
1: don't leave. I'm going to go ahead and just say spoilers. He comes back in later movies. <laughs> I
0: figured he would. I, I figured that he wouldn't be that much of a fan favorite if this was the last I, time we saw him. I, yeah, um, I'm
1: wondering if the idea was they didn't know if they would continue using him at this point, so it's just kind of like, oh, now he's going to go do Tokyo Drift, but then this movie is the most successful of all of them, and then they mo- make a sequel, and they're like, eh, no, we can extend this, it's, it's fine. It's
0: a really interesting thing, and I can see where Justin Lin was kind of like stuck with this, because it's this yep. movie does feel very respectful of the three movies before it, and I could see how he maybe was like... I don't want to shove Han down people's throats because uh, speak for yourself. Introduced him to the last one, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't want to like. Oh! I don't want to like take him. To... But that's my point. Is that I think he should have. He should have trusted in the fact that he made a, a character that people like to see, and that's that's kind of interesting and fun, and that would have been yeah. really nice to have as a supporting character to these other two actors that we're finally bringing back for this movie. Like, I think. I think he should have steered into that more and and been more confident in creating that character because it feels like in this he was like i just want to make a kind of a cameo for this guy
1: well well i'm wondering if if another potential thing and and this is something i think about with just prequels in general we already know what's going to happen to han so not a whole lot maybe maybe that was his thought process and obviously uh, apparently that 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 kind of thinking ended up being proven wrong but yeah
0: yeah maybe thinking that oh and people are not going to be interested by yeah that's fair. Yeah, everybody
1: knows that he goes off and dies in, in the other movie, so let's just have him here as a fun wink and nod to anyone who actually watched Tokyo Drift and send him on his way.
0: Yeah. Um, then uh, we talk about Vin Diesel with the Comte de Rodriguez. Um, yeah. they put him in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um,
2: I mean, well, I think Alex, you really hit the nail on the head with Paul Walker. Is that he doesn't really get to have fun? Like that was one of the best parts about the second one is that it's him and Tyrese having fun. Driving cars and hitting yep. the bars. Like, it was it was enjoyable, and he's a funny, charis- fun, charismatic guy. And in this, all he had to do was just be the lead of any cop show.
1: Yeah. I mean, there it, there were a couple of token moments that I liked, like when he gets to choose from all the, the cars that have yeah, been impound by the cops. And he's like, oh, I want all three of them. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that. Or, or – the the, bit, the the wonderful callback to the first movie where um after they drop off the car with all the money at Impound and he goes, You know what this means? You you still owe me you mm-hmm. owe me a fifteen second car now. Um because you blew up mine. Should have told me you were gonna blow up mine, and then Vin Diesel just immediately goes to the nearest car and like punches the <laughs> window in and he says, Here's yeah. your car. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. That um. was great. Do more of and that. I think po- I, one of, another thing I seriously considered for my worst thing is the fact that the movie cont- expects us to continue to believe that the police force would take Paul Walker back. Sure. <laughs> yeah. The, because, well, the federal like, government.
2: Know, he's the FBI still.
0: Yes. Like I know well, that's, we can that's, suspend that's why I just believe. Um, there's there's yeah. a point where it's like they continue to like he he goes away with Vin Diesel for a while and then he's like I'm making a deal with Vin Diesel uh, for you guys to like capture this other guy and it's like this is not a thing that like you, eh, i don't know it 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 pushed it far beyond my uh my willingness to go along with I it i will say
1: i will say I, I got a cathartic bit of glee when when that that guy who's kind of his opposition at the mm-hmm. police force or the fbi is like badgering him or whatever and he just shoves his face <laughs> in the wall oh, i yeah. got a little bit of glee out of that Shaving. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah um, he's in Joker, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't he a cop? He's
2: one Joker? of the detectives. Yeah. Okay.
0: I see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyways, um, yeah, I appreciated at the end they definitively went. No, he's he's left. Yeah. Like law right. enforcement, and he's just gonna hang out with with this crew now. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that they they aren't gonna stretch it anymore, or at least knock on wood. Who knows? They could, they could start the next movie like, all right, O'Connor, you're back on the
0: force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um especially There's after a new villain in
0: town, he's calling himself Mr. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> especially after he loses the race that they put him in to win um as an yeah. undercover cop and then uh plants meth on a guy to uh, oh, get yeah. him uh, like momentarily arrested <laughs> in order to get the job back.
1: Well, I was going to say can can you can you fill me in cuz I, I think I I completely like zoned out or or was not picking up. How was he able to get back in because because John he his character he character after he
0: lost the race he was he set a raid and like and he went on the raid to the guy Dwight I think the guy's name was Dwight, yeah um uh who is the guy that was like mocking him while he was going up to the race um and had like all those ladies around him and yeah he then framed that guy yeah he frames him and he threw like so he throws the meth in his in his apartment or whatever and he's like now we 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 found you with meth and they then later they talk about he's talking to I think he's talking to Vin Diesel um. Or maybe someone else. I don't know. And he's like, they're like, oh, you know, that's never going to stick. And he's like, it doesn't have to. I just have to get him out of the way so that I can take his spot. Because Dwight was one of um, Braga's drivers. Okay, so since so he, he just, came in second place, he's just takes yeah, they, his spot. they they gave it to okay. him because he not, he. The other guy got arrested and said, they were like, well, we don't okay. know if we can use them.
1: A little bit of video game logic, but I can go yeah. with it. It's this. like when you
2: make a reservation at a restaurant, but they don't have enough space, so you're on the waiting list. So you just go to the next person on the reservation list and plant meth in their apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but joke's on them. You get to eat at Applebee's.
1: Britain. something tells me you're uh, speaking from personal experience on this. Hey, man, quarantine
2: <laughs> rules. Um,
0: that might be one of my favorite <laughs> jokes you've made. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what happens in quarantine stays in quarantine. I should hope. You know what I mean? I should
2: hope it does. Uh, that's kind of the point. Um, <laughs>
0: Quarantined at the Applebee's, <laughs> the Britain <laughs> story. I almost said your last name. Uh, I've done it before. Fun,
2: fun fact. Um, the guy Dwight is played by actor Greg Sipes, most noted for being the voice actor for Beast Boy. In Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. Fascinating. Yeah. He is, he is the Beast Boy. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, that's neat. So that, that, that's kind of fun, right? That's a fun fact. Yeah, a
2: little, hey, guys. A little, little, little social distancing fun. <laughs> so next time you watch Teen Titans Go, you get to know that that Beast Boy wore a bad hat and was annoying in a movie. <laughs> I like his work as Beast Boy. That's not. That's the character. Sure,
0: Sure. Um... Is, is, is this actually, movie actually uh,
2: talking of of the characters? I feel like this movie is the most guilty. Well, no, it's not. Not the most guilty. It is additionally guilty of women as plot devices. Um, mm. yeah, again, I was. I've, I've talked about how I liked the first two. Uh, the first movie, Jordana Brewster and Michelle Rodriguez feel like characters, and I think that's true in this as well. Except that Letty is purely a plot device. And Jordana Brewster is maybe slightly more than that, but they're both just really motivations for the guys. And I, I trust that this will change. I don't know how long Jordana Brewster sticks around in the franchise, but like, I trust that this will grow and evolve, but you know,
1: it's just kind of, it's kind of frustrating because yeah, their roles are lessened from, from where they were in the first one. Yeah. But then we get Gal Gadot. That's true. And you're like, Oh, okay. Wonder Woman. I'm excited to see what goes on. Oh, she's, she could be cut from this movie and nobody would, Mm -hmm. would miss a thing. Yeah. Is she,
0: do we, do we know if she comes back? Yes, she she does. does. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. Um, because that is, you know, it's sort of the, the Marvel strategy of, um, you, you, you plant something and you don't do it any justice, but then, you know, eventually you can come back to it and maybe you can do it better. Yeah. But then Um, justice is coming, right? (laughs) Justice is coming. That's true. Um, in 2021, sadly, um, but yeah, the uh, yeah, th- thanks, thanks, virus for messing with our synced up content. We were going to release uh, Fast Eight or Hobbs and Shaw before Fast Nine. It was going to be great. It's a conspiracy Man, against us. Aren't our lives just just the worst? Hey, know? do you
2: do you guys think do you guys do you guys think this is all just a plot by another movie podcast to like <laughs> nerf us?
0: I think that's true. Let's start a I podcast right.
2: rivalry right now. <laughs>
0: Let's if, pick somebody. If, if
1: there was another podcast trying to sabotage us, they would have gotten Rise of Skywalker to get pushed out like another year and a half.
2: Alex, who? <laughs> what podcast do you think is coming after us? I think it's Roman uh, Mars. I think it's 99% Invisible. I think it's him. It's sneaky. I think he's a sneaky boy.
1: I think it's just all of NPR. That's I
0: exactly what I was going all to of say. NPR. I'm not going to lie.
1: Literally all of NPR, the NPR, entire NPR the is an NPR. organization, they're after Ophira us.
2: Eisenberg is like, <laughs> Ask me another, not another, episode, I think. Wait, wait, don't <laughs> release another episode. <laughs> I just... Terry Gross sitting on her throne of lies. <laughs> all right, well, listen. What were you talking about?
0: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Ophira Eisenberg sitting at her computer. <laughs> Do you want to play a game?
0: I think it's more just... It's a musical Uh, parody uh, game where we took... Would you guys like to play a game today?
2: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, do you guys want to play a game? uh, This is a game called Social Distancing where we took social network titles and replaced the middle syllable with a yacht rock anthem from the late 70s, early 80s and made it also about your different types of off-brand cookies. So if I said,
0: <laughs> can you can you what is an off-brand cookie? Uh, like ch- <laughs> like chipmates. Is that a thing? Yeah.
2: When I mean, okay. chips Ahoy is too expensive and you're like I got to save 50 cents.
0: Cause like I just think of like, you know, your 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 big K soda. <laughs> like that's, that's that's where my mind goes. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly. just like the store brand. Okay, well then we
2: won't do we, we'll do off-brand sodas. So like if I took <laughs> If okay. if I said um Inst doobie K Brothers gram, you would say Instagram big K doobie brothers. Bing. <laughs> All right. Jonathan Colton, take it away.
0: This is a good this is a good game, I think. I think, I think it'll, it'll really work.
2: Be uh Ask me another is really good. So <laughs>
0: what Let, um, yes let's so, play another uh, round of talk about that character <laughs> you mentioned uh Jordana Brewster, Brewster. Yeah. um and i do like what they do with her in terms of she comes back and she immediately like when paul walker confronts her um or she confronts paul walker i guess they they, they meet she she's gotten taken in mm-hmm. by uh paul walker's rival because they're trying to question her about dom and they go meet at like a coffee shop because paul walker breaks her out quote unquote not breaks her out but gets her out and um then they actually, she actually like is like, Hey, you you can't just like come around and then be like, Hey, by the way, your brother's dangerous. Uh, when you haven't been around for five years and you completely just abandoned us. And also were lying to us the entire time. Like you don't get to be just like waltz back into our lives. Um, then he kind of does, (laughs) Uh, but at least least there is, there is some tension. There's some fighting. Like he, he has a, uh, like wrestling match with Vin Diesel in the middle of the movie. Um, When Vin Diesel realizes that, like, he is partially responsible for Letty's death because he, um, or Letty came to him about getting in with Braga to create... This movie has a lot of weird, weirdly, like, uh, intrinsic, that's not the word, Um, it'll come to me, weirdly, like, tiny plot elements or, like, like very... um, it's gonna bother me that i can't think of this word internal it's fine i'm going insane no um i'm moving on (laughs) some weirdly like specific plot elements like there's just a lot of very specific movements in terms of how characters pull things off and like what they're trying to do and what their motivations are and uh it's it's a little bit too plot heavy um
2: yeah, like 15 minutes into the movie, they've set up, like, six um, threads in, like, three countries.
0: Yes. Like I said,
1: like I said, it thinks it's Dark Knight, but for Fast and Furious. I'm like, guys, I don't know how y'all felt that opening chase scene where Paul Walker is going after that guy. I thought was obnoxious in how it was shot. I mean, it's
2: very Jason Bourne. Like, very.
1: Yes. I, th- I thought it was a perfect example of shaky cam gone horribly wrong. Oh, I
2: don't. I don't. I didn't think it was as bad as the Bourne movies in terms of shaky cam, but I. I, I would have I, liked I, it to be a little more fluid. Certainly.
1: I don't know. I. I think the Bourne movies actually do a good job of at least keeping a good sense of geography, mm, and mm. There, I, I think there's a method to the madness with that. That there isn't with a lot of 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 movies, action movies post the Bourne movies. Sure.
0: Yeah. We talked about that with, um, never mind, that was pre-Bone Quantum of Solace? No, I was going to say with uh, the the other one that came before it where we mentioned that. um, Not Die Another Day, but one of the other ones. Tomorrow Never Dies, maybe, we we mentioned. That felt like a similar vibe. Sure. I don't know. It's fine. Listeners, if you were playing along with What's That Word Tyler Forgot This Week, uh, the the word was uh, intricate. So if you... um... uh, yeah, if you guess that, you get ten Tyler points. Um, <laughs> very proud of yeah. you. Yeah,
1: but that—that's—that's that's that is really the problem with the movie, I think, because the plot is so intricate and it wants to take itself so seriously. When I don't really care that much about the characters and I don't really feel the the emotional investment in the drama, all that stuff just grates on me very, very intensely. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I was just kind of bored through most of the movie sure. Um and even the action sequences I thought were for the most part very uninspired in that we'd mostly been here done this before i
2: thought they were i don't know I thought they were pretty well done um
1: i th- I, th- I know no, they, they're well done I just don't think there was there were any particular set pieces where where I'm like that's a standout
0: yeah the opening one is again too complicated <laughs> um yeah it's it's neat. Uh, they're they're trying to there's like this truck that has like what's what seems to be to, to vary but be somewhere between like three and ten oil tanks right. attached to it um and they're trying to like latch it on to uh, another truck and steal the oil tanks by like breaking them off of like a freezer uh like a, it's like a blowtorch but the opposite of that because it makes it really cold <laughs> i don't know um and so, like, Michelle Rodriguez is, like, freezing the links so that they can smash the links. Or she can smash the links with, like, a wrench so that the tanks will, will come off. And then they can attach it to the other truck, which is driving backwards. And they, they get to a hill, and they have to link it up to that truck or to that tanker while the other truck is, like, driving down the hill because it's trying to get away from them. And now he's out of control. And he jumps out with his iguana. Um, oh, yeah. That has, guy the, loved the truck, iguanas. The truck driver has an iguana. He has. And he also had
2: an iguana, like... Uh, st- figure on the front of his car
0: <laughs> yes it's awesome um, and then uh vin diesel and michelle rodriguez uh, get stuck trying to to outrun this truck that's now tumbling out of control towards them and then they like turn around and it's a neat little bit it's there's like a ton of cgi explosions that are very like late 2000s-esque um yes yeah, and yeah. uh the the truck like hurdles over them as Vin Diesel drives at exactly the right moment to avoid getting crushed by it and explodes at a big explosion. It's just like, it's there it's neat, but it goes on for like 10 or 15 minutes and it's, it's very complicated <laughs> in a way that it doesn't need to be. Um, as you can probably tell by me just trying to explain it. And that, I, that feels like a lot of the movie where the movie very much wants to have this kind of interesting, uh, you know it it all makes sense it's none of it's like completely just oh this doesn't i don't track at all what you are doing um but i think
1: the name of the game is competent that's it. yes
0: but it's not interesting to follow in a way that that a, a really intricate plot can be um and so yeah it's a little weird
2: why do fbi agents always wear suits when they're running after people
1: that way you can recognize them as Agent Man.
0: Style points. Oh,
2: now, st- James Bond. How are style points different <laughs> from Tyler points, and what can one exchange Tyler points for?
0: Uh, style points, there is a 5 to 1 Tyler point ratio. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, and then uh, Tyler points, you can exchange for Big K. <laughs> so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's is that uh, is that your uh quarantine plan you've just been hoarding big k
0: yes
2: people come Everyone by was
0: going for the the hand sanitizer going for the toilet no 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 no, no, no. no, no, no. i went for the big k exactly because uh, no, the thing is it. no one's trying to corner that market exactly people come um, by but at some point but the thing is like so now like people have still have still bought a lot of a lot of soda yeah like your, your brand names um big soda um <laughs> Not to be confused with Big K soda, <laughs> <laughs> and they've they've you know so the prices on that they're going up, um, but then I, I I've still got all this cheap soda I can sell, and no one's gonna like you know expect it. So I can I can motivate people to get their uh, their their Tyler points because you can exchange 500 Tyler points for one can of Big K.
2: Oh, you have in cans.
0: Oh, wow. Well, I've I've got the the packs. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. then the exchange. You know, obviously. They're not supposed to be for individual resale, but I'm not selling them, I'm exchanging them for Tyler points. So.
2: so people you know, people, you know, with their families and the kids are in rags and they all show up and they're like, Please can we have some big K? We've brought money and food for trade and you're like mm, <laughs> no, no 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 no, You need Tyler points. You need to listen to the
0: podcast. <laughs> uh point but uh, what's a every podcast? now and then. This You'll is get the far flung
2: future. Do you mean the, the 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 old ones, the old
0: scrolls? <laughs> the, the ear scrolls.
2: Uh, yes. Oh, oh, but 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 certainly we we have not earned the right. No, no, no. The keeper says we are not worthy. The keeper of the tapes, who is of course Terry Gross, and then <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is how this is my uh, it's my Logan backstory. Yeah. This is how I go on a quest to go take down Terry Gross mm-hmm. um, as an old man. It's called. And, Mad it, it's Logan
2: slash Mad Max, which would be amazing.
0: Correct. Logan Max. <laughs> no, it's Maximum Logan? Maximum Logan.
2: <sighs> so anyway. Just let that oh. sink into the audience's brains.
0: What else do we want to talk about with this movie?
2: Um, oh beans! What else happened? Was a
0: lot of driving around in tunnels.
2: Yeah, actually, kind of. all well, the mine shaft stuff, I thought that was kind of neat. Like it was
0: better than I guess it should have been. It wasn't amazing. Sure, Cause I, it was again. I, it was it was neat, but then it kept going. and yeah. kind of.
1: I was frustrated because I, I thought of, it was kind of neat as like a, a one time thing of like here's this clever way for us to get across the border. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I was like, this is just like all CG. And then they use it for an action scene at the end.
2: Well, I think it was more that they used it once for Paul Walker, and it was a pretty extended scene, which I liked. And then they do it again with Vin Diesel. Yeah. I do like when he drives out and smashes Phoenix, who's like the heavy, with his car. That was kind of funny.
0: That's fun. Um, That's a good bit. Um.
1: I really don't have that much more to say about the movie. It just kind of fell flat. Yeah,
2: again, I don't dislike it. I think it's probably the best made of the of the four we've had. But the previous one, since they like the second one, is like a fun schlocky, straight to DVD kind of thing. The first one's better than you would expect it to be, and the third one is also a little bit better than you would expect it to be. And they all also do something stylistically different from the previous movie. And this one is like. We're doing a better version of the first movie,
1: and they and they do. Well, I'm I'm, well, I'm just wondering because I, I think Tokyo Drift really does kind of utilize its setting very well. To oh help yes, differentiate itself, and this one just feels like same old, same old. A lot of just scenes where we're kind of in the desert. And I don't know yeah. I, I found pretty much all the action sequences just kind of boring i wonder yeah. I wonder and if I that think... will
2: help though going forward when it's like at the time it wasn't interesting, but I'm glad like that that helped my brain to reset after a little having bit and, away I, from and that's character.
0: what I was thinking too. Um, we were talking about like the fact that this does take itself fairly seriously um, I think maybe that's a little bit important to to the fact that this was the big, like, all right, this is the big reboot. We're getting everyone together. Now this is going to be a franchise. Um, the fact that it did take itself seriously and it wasn't immediately, like, off the rails trying to, you know, outdo itself by just being insane. I mean, there's some big explosions, but, like, it's not that over the top. Um, and so I feel like... That probably does help a little bit to settle the franchise and audience's mind where they don't just completely write it off that they right. actually, you know, come to watch it and they're like, Oh, that was a movie that like the plot wanted to me to take it seriously and like it wanted me to get invested in these characters, um, even if it wasn't as fun as it could have been. I do wonder if that will help in the long run, that like the establishing sort of movie that a lot of people saw. Sure. Um, was one that just sort of played it straight. Um, sort of. I mean, it's. I think it's the same deal as like. I. I I've been comparing these. Fran- this franchise to Marvel a lot, be- just because I think they do a lot of the same things right. Um, even though obviously this one came before, so you could argue maybe Kevin Feige was taking notes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that the Marvel movies never really like tried to shy away from yeah, yeah, guys in comic book suits and you know, they're just doing their thing as opposed to the X-Men franchise or the justice league Snyder BVS verse. Um, you know, like it, it, they just went for it. I mean, they still obviously have a lot of, have a lot of levity, maybe too much levity at times. Um, but it's the same idea of if you, if you tell yourself that your movie is not going to be taken seriously, you've already lost. (laughs) Um, which does not mean you can't have fun with it, but if you're you know, trying to make people take it seriously, then maybe erring a little bit on the side of caution is not the worst thing. Um, but it does make for a fairly bland movie in this case. Um, there is one shot that I want to point out where early in the movie, and this was going back to me thinking that Michelle Rodriguez was going to come back in some fashion. Um, there's a shot where Mia is... She's, she's looking at uh, Michelle Rodriguez's ga- grave... And then they, we look over and we see Paul Walker, he's on the road, and and he's he's standing beside his FBI rival frenemy of um, me, <laughs> <in the, laughs> by a by a car, and then uh, Vin Diesel standing up on a hill by an oil rig, staring down at Paul Walker, and I was really hoping we'd get one more of. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez standing up on a mountain, looking down <laughs> with, like binoculars at Vin Diesel, looking at Paul Walker, looking at me. And I was I was I was really hoping they and would then, just take it well, one even, more.
1: Even better. Then, then we zoom out even further and Phil Coulson, he turns around and he, and he gets on his cell phone and he says, sir, we found it.
2: <laughs> and they go out even
1: more and it's all in a cat's collar.
2: But I think that I was hoping for Vin Diesel and Paul Walker to start talking to each other. So you came hey, back. Hey, is that you, Don? Yeah, Vin. Hey, Vin. Yeah, I came back. Yeah. What? What? Brian? I've, I've seen you. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I, I. That that that. I think that whole sequence is like the perfect. If this movie had the right tone, this would be great. But instead, yes. it was just like. <laughs> Oh my God! You come on! <laughs> if
0: this if this movie had come up with that little sequence of shots and worked backwards <laughs> to create the rest of the movie, but I think instead it was just place. it
2: was so over serious and just overwrought in a way that didn't yeah. work for me. Yeah, that I was like laughing at it rather than with it, and it was just yeah, like yeah. Paul Walker. You can go over there, but he's like, no, I can't because of. My past. And then Toretto's like, I can't on account of all my feelings, which are uncomfortable, which is why I never have sleeves. (laughs) They remind me. Can't restrain me. Why don't you ever wear sleeves? They remind me of all my feelings, and I can't have those. Guys, if this is a family, is he mom Toretto?
0: No, he's definitely dead and you know. Know. it's a good it's a good pun. It's a good pun. Da- Dad like. to red
2: Dominic get <laughs> de- de- dadretto. Dadzel, vin Dadzel, vin <laughs> uh, vin, Vinty Dadzel. Give him the old Vinty Dadzel, Vinty um Eventually there'll be a musical one.
0: <laughs> I hope so. Man. Um the yeah. Yeah, the, another, like, kind of moment that I wanted to point out, like, there's a couple of bits where I was kind of expecting a, an action sequence to just go off the rails, and I was really excited yeah. about it, and it didn't really. Um, like, there's the chase, which I like, um, that Paul Walker loses, where he's, uh, uh gets off track, and he's following the GPS, and he's, like, ignoring the GPS to try and find the best route to get back on. Um, and that's kind of fun because th- I think that chase actually has a pretty good sense of geography in terms sure. of like where the cars are and like who's who's going in first and second and like, you know, who's where everyone is and they're trying to take it. And towards the end, Paul Walker is like driving towards uh, the like he's he's up on this hill and he sees that, uh, you know, Vin Diesel and some other guy are down on the down below the hill. He's like, I got to get down to him. And so, you know, I'm expecting like, OK, he's going to ramp off. Do something insane. He's gonna like land on the other car uh, of the guy. Oh yeah, when he was on the bridge, I thought
2: the same thing.
0: Uh, You know, it's gonna be something crazy Uh, because that there's a nice. I do like that bit where he's he's driving and then he's he's like thinking he's gonna link back up with them, but he's actually on a bridge and so he drives over them and then he's like, oh crap. Um, But then at this point, I thought, okay, he's gonna like ramp off. He's gonna you know do something crazy and then he just kind of like drives down the hill and smashes through (laughs) some fences and keeps going. It's like okay, well, fine. (laughs) But like, I was really. You can give me a li- give me a little bit of that driving off a ramp onto a boat, like you know you can do a little bit of that. Yeah, That's fine. yeah. I would like that. You already blew up a semi truck with like a bunch of oil, so like <laughs> it's fine. Um, and then later, uh, Vin Diesel sets off like a, a fuse or something in his car with the the nos, um, so that it explodes while he's talking to, um, Phoenix Braga's actual right hand man, I guess. Um, and I was I was expecting there to be something ha- happening where like the explosion kills this guy or something and like all all chaos breaks loose but then instead they just kind of like jump in a car and get away um, because like Braga's not there and I guess maybe he thought he would be but I, I thought that was the whole point I don't know the, the I guess the whole point was to steal the money so that they could lure Braga out of hiding because Braga wasn't Braga he was the other guy and John Ortiz gets away because he is Braga yeah, there's just <laughs> the movie is so bogged down in trying to like present this plot that's very well thought out and and you know sort of mechanical. Um, and it doesn't really stop to have any fun, and that's probably the best way I can put it.
1: Yeah, I do have to wonder if if John Ortiz had played it more crazy, if he had been a bit more over the top, if that would have helped. Um, yeah. Or even like after we get the reveal that he's the actual bad guy, because there's that moment where he's getting away, where he looks at Vin Diesel and he like smirks at him.
0: Yeah, and they have um, a, the introduction scene for him is really good. I and mean, when they're uh, he's hitting golf, um, yeah. or hitting golf balls, and uh, Gal Gadot introduces Vin Diesel and uh, Paul Walker, and uh, Vin Diesel kind of like back talks him, and yeah. then he back talks Phoenix, and like there's kind of some fun little tension there. And and John Ortiz is kind of playing off him, and he's enjoying it. Um, but they don't. Yeah, they don't really do anything with him towards the end. How does he oh, die? No. Or do they just take him in? Uh, they just took. No, him they in. take him in because Vin yeah. Diesel has a character arc. Yeah, yeah. Fine.
1: I did appreciate, or I did appreciate that they didn't just flat out kill the bad guy. But it, I, it's not like this guy's coming back or anything I mean, like that. Maybe. And that's. Who knows? <laughs> it, well, it's interesting because this this kind of has comparing it to Marvel. This had the same problem that the Marvel films did, at least early on, where for the most part the villains are just bad.
0: Yep. Because in the first I mean, one, but it's you Iron get away Monger. It. Get it? <laughs> in the first one, you kind of get away with it because it's it's really Paul Walker versus Vin Diesel. Um, yeah. Dawn of Justice uh, <laughs> is coming. Um, but then they, uh, yeah, beyond that point, it's, it's just sort of, okay, we're inserting somebody here and they're fine. I mean, the guy in the third film is okay, but yeah.
1: like, he's not, he's not great or anything. And yeah. then I would argue that John Ortiz and the guy in the second movie are kind of bad. Well, yeah. I, I, I think, I think
2: the opposite. I, I think that not the opposite. I think Ortiz is better than Cole Hauser because he, the performance sure. is better. Um,
1: Performance is better I would say yeah. but writing, In terms I of on the pretty page
2: pretty No neither are very interesting But I think it's kind of the, the flip where Cole Hauser doesn't bring much to an admittedly bland character Whereas John Ortiz At least he makes him feel like he has a heartbeat You know he does yeah, something yeah. with it uh, But yeah, I actually think that BK from the second one Not Big K the soda Is um <laughs> Although there's a cross promotional opportunity Right there mm-hmm. And I'm willing to broker it for my asking fee of $75,000 and
1: um, <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say two and a half Tyler points. <laughs> oh, I was
0: I was expecting us to introduce Britain points into the Britain canon, points. But um,
2: well, we call them euros, but
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you don't actually. Yeah, actually, what not we're... anymore. I
2: don't know what we do, <laughs> frankly. Um,
0: no, fr- Frank's Frank. Sorry. Yeah, that's a whole other thing.
2: Oh, beans. <laughs> look at this. But uh, we. <laughs> um, but I, but I think that BK was it has been the most dynamic. Villain of these movies thus far. Although, yeah. if my theory proves true, then it's going to be like, yeah, villains. Two. The villain is insane, <laughs> and it's amazing. Yes,
0: I feel like we'll probably just flip a switch at some point. Yeah, for sure. Idris Elba being Superman. <laughs> oh God, can't wait for uh, that. I am very excited. Uh,
2: Alex, did you feel better about the CGI in this movie? Because I felt like it was still obvious, but I blame it more on the time than on like an inability and i felt like it wasn't at least with the nas i felt like it was a little bit easier to take
1: yeah no, i i agree that the special effects have definitely gotten better um i do think the movie's balancing a bit more kind of like oh we've got practical effects too yes. like michelle rodriguez is actually on top of this truck yeah. isn't that exciting like they're they're taking advantage of that stuff a bit more mm-hmm. which i appreciated mm-hmm. but like i said just the set pieces in general like as ideas i thought were just yeah. not not all that interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think the balance is good, and and I liked too that they only made us do. There's only one thing with the NAS and the race where the cars either go into the car, and it's so quick and so brief.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's also another play on the relationship between Dom and, yeah. and Brian, yeah. which I, you know, like I said, I wanted <laughs> this movie needed to have some heartbeats, and that was one of the few times where I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. they got
0: something. <laughs> Yeah.
2: So Bloodshot's coming to VOD early, so we're probably going to do that one pretty soon. Um, yeah, I
0: think so. I think that'll be next week. Um,
2: yeah, that might be a good placeholder for F9. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no. No.
0: What's your grade? What's your grade for Fast and Furious?
1: Um, I'm giving it a C minus, which is okay. the same grade that I gave Too Fast, Too Furious. Um. Yeah, just kind of fell flat for me. Not not terrible, but I, Mm -hmm. you know, it is competently made. But you got to have some self awareness with the material you are working with. Sure. And this movie just lacks any and all self awareness. True. Can
0: you remind me what I gave the last movie? Uh, B minus. Hmm. I. That's tough. I think I'm going to go B minus for this one as well. Um wow, okay. I think you, I I you I, liked, I really You liked
1: it a lot more than you were letting on.
0: I really didn't Well, I just think that it's like uh, again, I don't have anything that I really hate about it. I think that there's character stuff that like they could have improved on. Um and I I would argue that I like Too Fast Too Furious more. Um but like I think the differ- the main difference is that I'm coming at um Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift as like, oh, I, you know, everyone said this is going to be really bad. You know, I wasn't really looking forward to it. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, I'm really pleasantly surprised. And then this one, I came in and I was kind of like, you know, expecting, okay, we've got the whole cast back. We're ready to go. We're going to really take off here. And we really didn't. When ultimately I think they're probably about the same caliber of movie. I think to me that's about how I feel. Um, But just like I've come at them from two different angles. So that's, I think, where my expectations are coming from in terms of why I'm talking about them this way. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think they're both pretty competent made. I think I put them on about the same level. I don't know if there's one I particularly, I think I probably like what they're trying to do with Tokyo Drift more. Um, but this one I would argue is, is better made. Um, and is just more of a, like, this is a movie that we, uh, want to build our franchise on. I'm like, you know what? You can do that. I can see where you can go from here. <laughs> um, you, you got some good moments. You, you, you established the formula. The, uh, the formula F one probably car things. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, C plus. It, yep. I was gonna say if I could give it like in between a C plus yeah, and B minus, yeah. I think I would.
1: Okay. Um, but so so Britain, this is the one you've liked the most.
2: Is it? I thought yeah. I already did a C plus.
1: Nope. The first two you gave C's, and then. Tokyo Drift to C minus. Yeah, I think
2: it's the most. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, C plus for competent and a little bit more.
0: I was going to say, would you would you say this is actually the one you like the most?
2: I'm not sure. I feel like it's either this one or the second one. Yeah, but I, I haven't hit upon a movie that I'm like I'm gonna rewatch this on my own yet. I wouldn't like resist watching any of these movies again, but I haven't. We haven't hit upon a movie in this franchise yet where I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to I gotta I gotta watch this one again.
0: I think the first one is still <clears throat> the most, like, this is lightning in a bottle. Sure. Of them all. Um, but, I don't know. We'll see moving forward. I'm very intrigued to see if we start to kind of see a, a slope upward. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping that, I, I think this is a franchise that is poised to just really feed off the energy of the cast. Yes. In a way that, like, once we start introducing all these crazy new members, we'll get really excited, but we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see.
2: Yeah, once they get Tyrese and Ludacris back, I think that'll help a lot.
0: Yes, yeah. <clears throat> I think if they'd both been in this one, even as just like random supporting characters, I think yep. that would have been a lot of fun. I,
2: I completely lot. agree.
1: Like instead of those two random guys that are joining them as part of their
2: crew. Yeah, one of them had a hat. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's how you know. I think the most annoying part was. I I I think the most annoying part of that was the fact that they used them at the end yeah. to help break Dom out of prison. I was like, "No, no, no. This is this is where I I know we already talked about Han, but like this is where you put in Han or you put in Tyrese or Ludacris. Yeah. Like this is where you do that."
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I did I did like that the way that ended of like, uh-oh, Jordana Brewster's got a car. They're going to break Dom out of that bus.
1: Oh, yeah. I this is one of those situations where the ending I found more exciting than yeah, the rest yeah. of the movie. Like I want to see this movie, not not <laughs> what came before.
2: Which again, yeah, like, I think later on in hindsight, Mike, yeah, that was great because it was setting up a bunch of stuff.
1: Right, and I mean, yeah, especially like when when we reach Paul Walker's last movie, it'll be like, oh, this is so sad. Like I, I wish I had yeah. you know more more time to watch this guy and like you know, thinking back, like, oh, man, Fast and Furious, you know, Mm. it was time time we spent with the characters, so I can't be too mad about it. Yeah.
2: I hear ya.
0: I don't know if, uh, I saw this recently, that uh, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker used to, like, they were super huge friends, and, like, they got really excited. Paul Walker specifically was really excited about the idea of the franchise getting on to, like, the 10 movies and the fact that that was Vin Diesel's like dream. And he was like, Oh man, that's crazy. Like there's no way we could ever do that, but that would be amazing. And so like, that's Vin Diesel's like very, you know, emotional about, about finishing yeah. you know, all 10 films. Um, so well, I mean, going to be 11, to right? Well, like, Did, I mean, didn't they say that the 10th the movie or whatever idea they have is going to be like a two parter. I really, like, that's what, I, that's well, either. Idea. I mean, I think the idea was getting to 10, not necessarily yeah. Yeah. like having this 10 movie, like, Thing. But yeah, well, they'll technically have gotten to ten with Hobbs and Shaw, right, which I'm right. sure Vin Diesel is super thrilled about. <laughs> I don't, I doubt Vin Diesel's counting that in his uh, tally. Um, really, it's
1: got Fast and Furious in the title.
0: Doesn't, doesn't really. I, I think the Fast
2: I, I and think Furious presents. In the
1: title, yes, which. Hmm. I mean these these movies already have really dumb titles anyway, but that's that's like a new dumb way to be like
0: a Star Wars story. I really it is that. I really wish it was um or I really wish we got some uh Star Wars presents. Han Solo. Star Wars presents Solo. Yeah,
2: Star Wars presents Ewoks.
1: You, it, it, do you, did you want to guarantee that even less people would go to the theater to see Solo? That's how you do it.
2: And brought to you by Star Wars. Look for them at your oh, we- local penny store, <laughs> <laughs> Cracker Jacks. So, um, sure. I have not watched that many movies. Uh, funny enough, mm-hmm. I've been watching TV and playing video games and whatnot because I'm such a nerd. But uh, I did watch mm-hmm. one movie that I'm happy to recommend this week. It is I actually <laughs> might be a good. Movie while you're quarantined? Whatever. Um, It is a movie called, and I've already mentioned this to my movie buddies, 47 Meters Down, colon, Uncaged. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Now, if you have not seen the previous 47 Meters Down film, don't worry. I haven't either. <laughs> I don't think it really matters. No, no,
1: no, 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 no li- Limit, Limit the recommendation description right there. <laughs> we got all we needed.
2: It is the story of four teens who make some really cartoonishly dumb decisions and end up having to fight a bunch of sharks. And some folks get totally chompified. It's an hour and a half. It's a good-bad movie that occasionally does some pretty legit stuff. Like, it's all jump scares, but it does jump scares <laughs> a little bit better, you know? It's not just about startling you. Like, the thing that shows up is actually pretty spooky. Again, relative to what this movie is. I, I am in no way saying this is a, a, a fantastic movie. But I think it's a pretty fun watch, and I think it'd be fun to watch with pals while you're all, you know, holed up, trying to stay healthy. And... um uh, it's do we, do got,
0: yourself a. Uh, did you say it's on Netflix?
2: It is on Amazon Prime and possibly Hulu. Oh, okay. Free, free on Amazon, possibly also on Hulu. Yeah, and it is. Um, it stars Sophie Nelis from The Book Thief. It also stars the daughters of both Jamie Foxx and Sylvester Stallone. So the, that's pretty cool, <laughs> I guess. And no,
0: um, I was gonna say this is not the one with Jason Statham.
2: No, that is the Meg. Alright yeah this is a movie where they're like sharks that have like evolved under under like a trench or something, and so they're blind anyway. a fish screams at a lady at one point it's okay. pretty silly and manages to ramp up some stuff and and again w- what I was expecting this movie to be it it was more fun and more enjoyable than that so while you're sitting around watching TV and playing board games and whatever i uh, yeah, I say give it a shot. Forty-seven meters down, uncaged. Yeah, <laughs> I know the last few movies I've recommended are like soft, like beautiful, moving, poignant stories. But yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> sometimes that's not what you need. Yeah, exactly. You're we're
2: um, you, all in different moods sometimes. Come
0: on. Speaking of what we need, I also recently
2: um... watched Martin Scorsese's Silence, and this is the movie I'm recommending. <laughs> I I mean, I like Silence.
1: I can't. For quarantine time, Silence is not the movie to choose.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I Um, will say Silence is. It some time, though. Yeah, it really does. Silence is, actually, I did like it, and it has um, two performances in particular by a couple of the Japanese actors, one of whom being Tadanobu Asano from the MCU. He plays one of the Asgardian guys. I can't remember his Hmm. name.
0: Yeah, yeah. One of the Warriors 3,
2: right? Ho- Ho- Hogan? Horan? Something
0: like that? I think that's right. I think it's Hogan.
2: He's really, really good in silence. And Issei Ogata is also super great. So it's a cool movie, but I don't know. Nobody gets chompified. Come on.
1: <laughs> um, Do you guys but, have yeah, any, uh, was, in, 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 any quarantine rats? Except that Joe Pesci wasn't in it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what? Oh, Oh, like I'm a priest? Like I absolve you?
2: Um. <laughs> So, do, you guys, do you guys have any good quarantine recs? I
0: don't know if I do. You were watching that Jeff
2: Goldblum show. Seem to be having a
0: good time. All right, the, the Disney Plus Jeff Goldblum show is quite a trip because Jeff Goldblum is like, he's both like incredibly accepting but also extraordinarily condescending in a way that I don't think he even realizes <laughs> about everything. Um, and so he's just kind of like making fun of everything while also loving it.
2: <laughs> like, good, good. Like, this
0: is this is great. Wow. That's just insane. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe you did that. Talking about Like someone with a big RV or something like that. Like he just does all these, it's, it's really fun. He's, he's a very silly man and it's great. Um, but I was going to say, uh, speaking of things you need to get through these troubled times, um, we uh, had been talking before. I don't know, Britton, if you were part of this conversation, you're still having some technical difficulties. I've um, been mentioning before that we might uh, mix up the schedule for a bit here. Go ahead and, and take a break, a quick break from fast and furious mm. um, to try to do our catch up movies, which would be um, Terminator dark fate, uh, which we know you have all been uh, anxious for us to watch.
2: Sledge hammer
0: and, and, uh, and chains. Mm. Um, uh, and then the other one would be Rise of Skywalker, a Star Wars story. <laughs> a Star Wars. I was just thinking about that. How I really wish they would just start doing that for all of them, and you just kind of <laughs> have to figure out like which ones are actual. The, the no, main no, no, no. Now, are- now,
1: now. I wish it did the Fast and Furious nomenclature. I,
0: I want Star Wars presents the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I want that. Uh, yeah so we're I think we're and I think that's all the catch-up movies we have correct I believe so as as far as I'm aware um, unless, we, unless
1: something kind of just whoa. just snuck under under, under a, our noses
0: and at some point we will get around to Birds of Prey of course um, because we sort of attach ourselves to that even though we have still not done Man of Steel we sort of attach well, ourselves to that Birds of
1: Prey is actually getting an early VOD release correct so we Ooh, might be able to do it sooner it? than expected
2: oh awesome oh, I like Looking that movie that. a lot
1: um okay
0: well we'll we'll let's we'll go yeah we'll, we'll talk here, about the more air, to, but okay to toss around some uh some ideas there that we might be getting into yeah um so next week we'll we'll you'll probably be getting either terminator dark fate, fate or fast five cool terminator dark fate of the furious
1: uh well <laughs> um i mean i'll be furious after watching it but you know sure I won't be, probably. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I, I, w- I won't actually be Terminator that, that,
0: Dark that. Phoenix Furious
2: Fate? Fast? Now, <laughs> Dark Nix? I don't know. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, Do you? Maybe my favorite <laughs> sequel title is a movie called House 2, The Second Story.
1: Okay. Which okay. is pretty That's great. Good. That's good.
2: Yeah.
0: I um, do
1: like Happy Death Day to You.
0: Yeah, I I like
2: that one a lot as well. Yes, quite. quite that is so.
0: actually I can I can throw that out there. Um that is I did watch the first one of those. I've not seen the second yet, but I watched the first one of those. And I would definitely recommend it. That's a really fun, silly, like neat horror movie. Um it's not like the most amazing thing you'll ever watch. Um but if you're I think it's on HBO right now, so if you if you're paying for HBO for Westworld or what have you, you know. Yeah. You give that a shot while you're at it. I um, guess I, I guess my recommendation.
1: It's not it's not like a super uh, cheery one, but uh, Dead Poets Society. I recently oh, watched again. That is a good. One. Uh, just like it's like a really good movie, and Robin Williams is mm-hmm. it's amazing in it. And it's a bunch of young young adult actors doing doing really good. Oh, good
2: mm-hmm. pull, man! I love that movie. Ethan Hawke and Robert Sean Leonard is amazing in that. Mm-hmm. Jo- uh, Jason Jason Charles John. Josh Charles. Josh Charles. Oh, good. Just, okay. Well, all right. Um, Alex, but, you're you're correct.
1: However, if 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 we're dealing with quarantine time, uh, <laughs> that made that's it's not a super cheery movie. Sure, so maybe not. True. It is a,
2: a beautiful movie. Yes, I concur with you. Good pull. Cool. Well, yeah, uh, we can definitely talk about programming off air since you know.
0: I just wanted to throw a little intrigue out there yeah. for the, uh, the listeners. Well, guys, um, you'll we'll either
1: be reviewing a good movie or we'll be talking about "Terminator Dark Fate." Tyler, what are the
0: sign out information.: <laughs> You can find us online <laughs> at com. You can find us on Twitter at HCGsequels. You can find us through email at Hecom sequels at gmail.com, um, and you can also find us on iTunes and on Spotify..
2: Yes, wherever fine podcasts are found. Uh, we hope you guys are staying safe out there. You know, this is a its a scary thing, and it's scary because it's real. You know, so we all just got to take it seriously and do the best we can. It's really weird. Tyler and I were talking about this. It's really weird that the best thing we can do is stay home.
0: Yeah. It's not much. It's not much to ask, you know.
2: Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, you got plenty of time to catch up on movies and
0: podcasts. Catch up on yeah, catch up on this pod those podcasts as long as it's uh, not NPR oh, because my uh, they are trying to kill us. They really They're are. They are us. coming after us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, They're trying to suppress the people's voice. But we can win. You?
2: We can win but if, can if win. with you, our lo- our noble listeners uh
0: but yeah i'm i'm really glad that we
2: got to work out this doing this podcast this is a i've talked before about how much i love doing it and it's nice to know that we can still connect even in um literally very isolating times uh it's it's odd that this all happened in a in an age where it is so much easier to connect if yeah. this had happened even 30 years ago um mm-hmm. how great that we're all still able to communicate and and do this podcast and hopefully that, that you all got to enjoy it and we'll be back again to do it again next week um
1: Indeed.
2: yeah so, wait, who have we all been again? I forget. I've been Alex. <laughs> I've been Britain.
0: I've been Tyler. And uh, you're all uh, happy having a good and, and hopefully healthy night. Hand sanitizer.